Good morning. Doesn't matter that we get eight inches of snow. Doesn't matter that spring is about 24 hours away. Doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. If, if you just have a little talk with Jesus, everything is going to be all right. Yes, because I've been having talk with Jesus every day. And I said, when are they going to register for the lectureship? And Jesus said, it's going to be all right. Yes, yes. I, 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 my preacher is working every, every other call I get from him. Somebody is sending their money in. So we're grateful to God for that. And, and we just need to make sure that my people, my people, Brother Bethany, register. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sister look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm going to register this week. You remember, you remember in Acts, the fifth chapter, with Ananias and, and Sapphira. Listen to what Peter said. Why have Satan? Cause you to lie not unto man, but unto God. So look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, y'all not looking at your neighbor. God have mercy. And say, Brother Frazier, get to the lesson, because that's not going to make me move at all. God have mercy. Sister West, you see what I got to go through. Sister Talbot, raise your hand so Sister West can see you. Sister Talbot is the project director for next year, project manager for Central's uh, Mid-Atlantic Lectureship. All right, all right. All yeah, right. and they're going to be right around the corner from where we are. So what she wants you to do as you sit comfortable at hours, just come over to the table and register for Centrals next year. <laughs> Amen. But before you register for Centrals, a man does not take care of his own house is less than an infidel. I didn't say that. That's in the scriptures. Search the scriptures. When did you think you have eternal life? But they are such that you know. I, I got to go to Suitland this morning. Yes, sir. And I just go where he sent me. When I get an assignment, I don't say how, when, or what. I just, I just register <laughs> and go. Those of you who are visiting this morning who may not be members of the Church of Christ, we say welcome. We're just happy that you're here. And if you're here this morning from another congregation of the Lord's people, it's so good to see you. It's always good when we can come, open God's book, study his word, which is able to save our souls. Yeah. And those of us who labor here with brother and sister Bethia and the elders, we're just happy always to see you. I want to... Um, 
also ask that you uh, continue to pray for those who are, have recently lost loved ones and those who are under the weather. I came out this morning and I saw Brother Goodman singing and I went back in because I didn't want him to look at me and say, take over the singing. <laughs> God answers prayer. I yeah. said to Brother there, we need a song leader. And he said, well, Brother Rogers is here. I said, well, I don't see him. I went in the bathroom. <laughs> Say, let's go, man. Because Troy called me on my way in, so he's not going to make it. And I know that Brother Hines was away, and I don't know where Xavier was. He slept late or something this morning. And so it was either Brother Goodman or me. I'm a preacher. So Brother Goodman just grabbed the cross, and whatever you desire to do, Go ahead and do it. Uh, I'm, I'm almost finished with the lesson, so it's not a lot. We, we're going to read some this morning. Turn your Bibles to Second Timothy chapter number 3. And then we're going to go to Genesis chapter 6. So 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, the passage that Brother Goodman read into our hearing. Are we ready? Let's read. And that from a child thou hast made known unto the holy scriptures, which was able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Now flip back to Genesis chapter 6. And, and I, I, I need all of Genesis chapter 6, but, but we'll read the first seven verses of it, and then about, we'll read ten verses overall. Is that all right? Amen. Yeah, okay, let us read. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, the daughters were born unto them, that the Son of God saw that the daughters of man, that they were beautiful, and they took them wise of all which were chose. And the Lord God said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that it also is flesh. Yet the days shall be hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth those days. And also after that, when the Son of God came unto them, daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. Verse 5. And God saw the wickedness of men was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And repented the Lord 
that he had made man on the earth, and it grieves him his heart. Verse 7. And the Lord God said, I will destroy man which are created from the face of the earth, both men and beasts and creeping things, and the powers of the ears, repented him that made him. Look at verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Drop down now to verse 14. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shall thou make in the ark, and shall make it in and without pitch. Verse 22. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Now look at verse number 1 and verse 7. And the Lord God said unto Noah, Come thou all thy house unto the ark. For thou have I seen righteousness before me in this generation. Verse 4. For yet seven days I will cause rain to fall upon the earth. Forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made will destroy off the face of the earth. Thank you. <laughs> That's a third of the lesson. A glorious God with justifiable revenge. A glorious God with justifiable revenge. The Bible teaches us that sometime in the future, God is going to send Jesus back to the earth. And when Jesus comes back to the earth, he comes back to the earth to judge. In 2 Thessalonians 1 and 7, the Bible said, and you who are troubled, rest with me. When the Lord Jesus with a mighty angel shall return taking vengeance on them that know not God and worship not the Lord Jesus Christ. God, as loving as God is, and all that God has done for man, when God come back, and if man has not taken advantage of the grace that God has given unto man, God has a right to serve vengeance on man. Say amen. See, because whatever God decided 
to do for man. God didn't do it because of man. God did it in spite of man. The New Testament and the Old Testament is a book of redemption. It's a redemptive book showing the salvation of God. When we look at the Old Testament, it is salvation concealed. And when we look at the New Testament, it is salvation revealed. So what God has decided to do, see, when you look, at the Bible, and when you understand the contents of the Bible, mm -hmm. you'll see God redempted spirit yes. flourishing upon the canopy of the Bible. Okay. The old covenant is the shadow of the substance. Right. I remember when we were a child, Brother Bethea, and we would play hide and go seek. And, 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 and we would, you would go and you would hide. And you would go around the corner of the building. Okay. And what we will do we will get to the corner of the building mm -hmm. and we will look for the shadow of the person mm -hmm. around the corner. Okay. The shadow is not the person, but it dictates that someone, that substance mm -hmm. is on the other side Amen. of the building. Right. Is, is that all right? Yeah, yeah. So the old covenant is not the substance, but it's the shadow of good things to come. In Hebrews chapter 10, the Bible says, watch what the Hebrew writer writes in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 1. The Bible says in Hebrews 10 and 1, he said, for the law having a shadows of good things to come and not the very image of the thing can never with those sacrifices which they offers year by year continually in the cometh thereunto. Where's my glasses? Turn Colossians chapter 2 and, and verse 16. Now the Hebrew writer says that the law was the shadow of good things to come. Now in Colossians chapter 2 mm -hmm. and verse number 16, the Bible says, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink. Listen. Or respect of a holy day or the new moon or the Sabbath. 
Now, now l listen to what, the, what Paul says to the church at Colossians. He said, let no man do what? Judge, judge you in me or in drink of respect of the holy day or the new moon or the Sabbath. Now, all of these things, the new moon, the holy day, the Sabbath was the shadow of what to come. They were not the image of the thing. They was the shadow. Now that the, the image has come, no longer do we need the shadow. Do not focus your attention on meats on the Sabbath day. Focus your attention on the very image of the things that was to come. So what God did, God says, let us make man, make man after our image. In other words, man will be made in a threefold image after the triune of God. And God realized man was going to disobey him. In Genesis chapter 3, in verse 15, the Bible said, And I will cause enmity between thy seed and the woman, and, and, and he shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise thy heel. In, in other words, if you understand, Genesis 3 and 15, you will understand the whole canopy of God redempted spirit. And so, watch this. Adam and Eve had two sons, mm -hmm. Cain mm -hmm. and Abel. Yeah. Cain killed Abel. God raised up Seth. Yes. That's right. Seth had a son named Enoch. Mm -hmm. Enoch had a son named Bethuselah. Mm -hmm. Bethuselah had a son mm -hmm. Named Noah. Yeah. Noah had three sons, Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Uh -huh. Now, in, in, in the days when God found that the earth was violent in his thought, mm -hmm. God said, I repented yeah. of myself. I'm ashamed that I have made man. Mm -hmm. I will destroy. Yeah. The earth. Yes, right. So then God says to Noah in Genesis chapter 6, I want you to make an ark yes, for the saving of your family. Yes. Now God wanted Noah to make an ark, but Noah did not only make 
an ark for the saving of his family, but Noah had to make the ark for the saving of the seed promise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. That's right. That's it. See, see, uh, Seth was the seed promise. And when God says unto Noah, I'm going to destroy the earth. And then the Genesis writer said, Noah found favor with God. Noah walked with God. And, and, and then, so now watch, watch what God says. See, brothers and sisters, we must understand one thing about God. God never tells us what to do and don't give us direct instruction on how to do it. You don't have to worry about God when God tells us to do something. He's not going to lead us wondering, well, I wonder what God wants us to do. So in Genesis chapter 6 and 14, after God told Noah to build an ark, God told Noah exactly how to build this ark. How many cubic feet high? How many cubic feet wide? And then he said, put a window in the ark. Because after all of this, and then now watch what God says. God says that I am going to give you a hundred and 20 years. Now, that was not a life sentence. We know that because Noah was over 600 years. Methuselah lived to be 969 years. Because now, but what God was saying that I am going to give you a grace period. And in that grace period you have the right to be saved what was the grace period a hundred and twenty years so God so then Noah decided that he would be a preacher for God and for a hundred and 20 years, Noah had one sermon. That's it. That's it. One hundred and twenty years, Noah had one sermon. And Noah's title of his sermon is going to rain. How could Noah preach that same sermon every year? For 120 years, it seemed to me, brother, but there, they never got it. Go ahead, sir. I have one sermon. Every Sunday, I just wrap it up in different wrapping paper. Every Sunday, I tell you about Jesus. I wrap it in different paper, but I got the same sermon. And what God has done, like in the days of Noah, has given us a window in which we need to find Jesus. 
Therefore, my thought process mm -hmm. is that salvation uh, is urgent. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, why do you say that, Brother Fraser? Because the Bible says no one know the day nor the hour, right. not even the angels, right. not even the sun, right. but God himself. So if you don't know when Jesus is coming back, it's best that you get ready and be ready. The Bible says that God had given us this window, Matthew chapter 24. And in this window, nor preach for 120 years. And all of the years that nor preach. He just says, it's going to rain. So man with his wisdom mm -hmm. says, it's no such thing as rain. Mm -hmm. What is Noah talking about? Matthew chapter number 24, huh? brother, but in verse 36. What is Noah talking about rain? Watch what Matthew says. But of the day. Watch, watch what now, now. Now watch what Jesus is saying in Matthew chapter 26. Because see, we spend our lives telling you that Jesus Christ right. is coming back. Yeah. We spend our lives uh -huh. telling you. See, you think at the end of our sermon, when we tell you, you must hear, repent, believe, you think that's just something that we should be closing out with because we done. But it's more than that a close out of my message for the day. It's salvation. See, it doesn't matter what we tell you from the time the scripture reading till we get to the end. All we're doing at the end is reconfirming the stuff that we have told you before. So watch Jesus. Jesus in Matthew 24 and verse but of that day, and the hour, listen, of that day, no man know. You remember somebody said that Jesus was coming back in 1939. <laughs> then they said, well, we, we, we figured out the math wrong. He's going to come back in 1947. And then he did, Jesus didn't show up. Then he came back and said, Jesus is coming back in 1974. And then they figured out, they said, well, I don't know exactly when he's coming back, but I'm going to work out the math and I'll get back to you. Hadn't gotten back to us yet when Jesus is coming back. But I, I see the difference between me and that person who made those predictions. I'm going to tell you, Jesus is coming back. Now, when Jesus is coming back, I don't know that because sometime between now and the sun go down, Jesus can show up. And what are we going to do when Jesus shows up and we are not there? See, what we have to understand that God loves us enough that God is giving us a window To come back yeah. to get into union yes, 
120 years Noah was preaching. They said, I get tired of them same sermons every Sunday. Noah message. What's the text, Noah? Same text. It's going to rain. And I can say one thing about Noah. Noah had a successful ministry. Yes, he did. If my ministry would be as successful as Noah's, I would leave this earth glorified. Because the Bible said Noah and his family were saved. If I could preach and save all of my family with my one sermon, what a glorious thing I, I can leave saying that I had a successful ministry. So Noah began to preach. And Noah preached everything that God told him to do. And in Genesis 6 and 22, the Bible said, Thus Noah did, according to all that God had commanded him. Then we get to Genesis chapter 7. And here was God's last instruction to Noah. Noah, take your family. Grab animals and go into the ark. What's the reward? Noah preached a hundred and 20 years and all God reward to Noah was going to the ark. Ain't that something? No big fanfare. Noah? Is the ark finished? Yes, God. What you want me to do with the ark now, God? Just go into it. Why am I going to go into it? Go back to your sermon. It's going to rain. Have Noah ever saw rain before? No. So then faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. The Hebrew writers say, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seeks him. So now here is my capture of Noah. Noah walked by faith. Noah believed what God said. And Noah had the understanding to do what God says. Yes, sir. 
it's going to rain. Never seen rain before. But I trust God that me and my family is going to go into the ark. I remember several years ago, Brother Rogers, there was a commercial of the scene of Noah going into the ark. And God instructed him to take two of every kind into the ark. And when Noah got into the door, and just before he about to close the door, a mosquito landed on Noah, and Noah killed it. This is the commercial. This is just a commercial. But he had to go back out and find another. Have anybody had seen that one beside? It's out there somewhere. You, somebody's YouTubing that right now. Yeah, by the end of my lesson, tell somebody. Just go on in YouTube. The commercial was, and he smacked it, so he had to go back out and grab. Why did he have to go back out? Because God told him, bring two of everything. God didn't tell Noah to kill that mosquito, but he killed it, so now he had to go back out and look for something. And when Noah got back out and found everything that God said, then Noah got into the ark, and then he closed up the ark. And here comes judgment. Noah got in, closed up the ark, and the rain came. God said, in seven days, I'm going to cause rain. Noah got in. Noah family got in. Seth had to get in. They saw Seth were carrying the seed promise. See, Noah became blessed by having Seth because Seth was the seed, carrying the seed promise. Seth couldn't die because that's what Satan was trying to do from Genesis 3 until Jesus got to the cross. He wanted to kill the seed promise. If he had killed the seed promise, then he would have defeated God. Noah got in. And then the rain came. Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11. Noah went into the ark because he had faith. Yeah. Hebrews 11, 6, 7. Look, no, no, not, not yet. Go back up to five. five. Yeah. And then we Yes, sir. Enoch was translated. Yes, sir. He should not see death. Yes. He was not found because God had translated him. Okay, hold up right there. Watch as this thing said. By faith. Enoch was translated. Didn't see death because God translated him. But it all began with faith. Yes. Read verse 7. Verse 7. No, 6. 6. 6. 
but, but without it, it is impossible to please him. you can't please God. But he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. If you're in this audience this morning, and you have no faith that God is going to deliver you according to his plan, you can leave. You can leave. You're wasting your time. Because he said without it, it's impossible to please God. See, you can do everything you want to do. But if you don't have faith, you can't please God. You say, well, I'm giving my money. I'm teaching. But without faith. Verse 7. Verse 7. By faith, Noah being warned of God. Yes, sir. Of things not seen as yet. Yes. Moved with fear. Prepared an ark of the saving of his house. Stop right there. By faith. Noah moved. What did Noah see? Nothing. He moved. Of the things not seen. See, you cannot wait on God to show you something before you move. If you wait until God to show you something before you move, moving is too late. Just think. If Noah said, I'm going to just pile up this wood and I'm going to wait till the first drop of the rain and then I'll build it. Because I've never seen rain ever before. Noah would have gotten caught outside with a pile of wood and his family would be lost. Brothers and sisters, you can't Wait for God to show you. You gotta trust what God says. That's it. That's it. And if God said, I'm gonna take to come unto me, mm -hmm. all you that labor and are heavy laden, all you need to do is come. come on, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I lost my job. My house burned down. I lost somebody in my family died. All of that happens to everybody. Yes, sir. That's not what God, God, did God tell you you're not going to have these things happen to you? No, he just said come. come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You lose your job, you don't go to the Bay Bridge and jump off. Come on, no. right. You just wait till God give you another one. Yeah. 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 That's what he promised. Yeah. But you also must understand God is not slack concerning his promise at, oh lord let's 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 just let's just look at first timothy chapter three the scriptures is just so revealing you don't have to guess the scriptures is right there first timothy three and twenty Mm -hmm. uh, first, I'm sorry, First Peter. God oh, have mercy. What Bible are you reading, Brother Fraser? First Timothy three and twenty. Which sometimes were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few that is eight souls were saved by water. Now watch this. God. What was you doing when Noah was building the ark? 
waiting. Amen. <laughs> what? 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 A hundred and twenty years, God? Waiting? Watch God's character. Read that again. When once the long suffering of God. Oh, stop right there, brother. But there, that's the long suffering. The long suffering of God. See, if you want God attribute, you got to have some long suffering. This is, this is not there for, for us just to be read. This is there to guide us. When once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, what was God doing? God was giving you time yes, to get into the ark. Yes, you will not hold God unjust that God, you didn't give me time. God gave you a hundred and 20 years. How are you going to say God is not patient? How long? You've been coming to East Baltimore every Sunday. You heard the salvation of Jesus. How much time does God have to give you? Once the long suffering of God Waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared. God could not bring judgment or vengeance until the ark was being prepared. Go over to Second Peter chapter 3. Brother Thea. See. When God gives us our window, we need to take advantage of the window that God gives us. Because God said to Noah in Genesis 6 that the very image and the thought of man is only evil. God knew that before he went to Noah. But when God found out man evilness and man thought was evil, he waited a hundred and twenty years. Second Timothy, second Peter, chapter three, verse six and seven, brother Bethia. Uh-huh. No, no, go, go, go to eight, go up to eight and nine. Uh huh. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. Yes, sir. That one day is with the Lord a thousand years. Yes, sir. And a thousand years as one day. Yes, sir. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Yes, sir. Some man counts slackness. But his long suffering. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, watch how Peter says this. Let me tell you something. As loving and as compassionate as God is, God is not slack concerning his promise. Okay. Well, these two things are contrary to one another. Well, let's see. God said he's going to save us. And the same God that said he was going to save us says he's going to destroy us. Mm -hmm. Now, how's he going to do both? 
if God gives you a window of redemption and you do not take advantage of the window of redemption, God has justifiable right to take vengeance on you. You ever talk to somebody and they said, you mean to tell me if I'm in a plane and the plane crash and I don't get chance to be baptized like God say, God is going to destroy me? Hmm, that's a good question. Here's my response. You're not on a plane. The baptism is right there. Why you have to worry about if when you are there right now? If we were on a plane, that's a different conversation. But they never have these arguments on the plane. They have the argument most of the time right in the church, right where the baptism is. You mean to tell me if I walk down the street of Baltimore and somebody shoot me and I was on my way to the church and I say I'm going to get baptized next week and, and somebody killed me and I'm planning to go to the church? I remember Brother Joe Brown said that he was teaching this guy and every Sunday this guy said he was going to get baptized. Mm -hmm. So he finally came to the point of getting baptized. Mm. On a Friday afternoon, they went to the building, and the guy got to the building, was sitting on the step, had a heart attack. Had a heart attack. And died. What do you think? He was on his way. But the text doesn't say anything about being on your way. Except you be in Christ. Not on your way to Christ. If everybody's going to be saved on their way to Christ, Christ should not have come. Then you say, God is, I can't believe God allowed that man. God didn't do that. God didn't do that. God gave us this window. See, the, 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 and, and you know one thing, Brother Bethel? No way that I ever read that Noah knew that it was going to be 120 years. God knew. And then watch what Peter said. A day with the Lord is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is just like one day. See, with us, we're going to say, God, God only gave us one day? And then God's going to say, man, I gave you a thousand years. Let me. I got to go to soup. God, I could. I'm just, I'm really just starting the lesson. Go ahead, sir. Brothers and sisters friends and neighbors. 
The only thing that we are sure of is that Jesus is coming back to take vengeance on them. Now, when that's going to happen, I don't know. I, I don't know. See, this is not like the Affordable Care Act. You're too young. You're healthy, so you don't need insurance. You're too old to buy insurance. The Affordable Care Act is to take care of your health problem. Right? That's what it's there for. Jesus is here to take care of your sin problem. Amen. Sin has no age limit. When you become with the ability to know right from wrong, you got a sin problem. How do you get rid of the sin problem? God sent Jesus to come into this world to live a perfect life, then to die to take care of your sin problem. And all God says for us to do is get into Christ. And you decided that I'm going to wait. A day with the Lord is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. Come on. 120 years. Noah said, it's going to rain. One day, the rain came. 120 days. In Acts chapter 1, AD 33, you men of Galilee, why stand here gazing? This same Jesus you see going up is coming back. That is over 2,000 years ago. He's closer today in coming back than he was leaving. When Noah got in the ark, the Bible said they were marriage, being in marriage, Enjoying life, yeah. business as usual. I might be on the seventh hole mm -hmm. at Clifton Park, right. about to hit my putt, mm -hmm. and Jesus show up. Come on now. Yes, sir. I don't know what. I could be in South Carolina 
sitting at my sister's table eating her rich food and Jesus shows up. I don't know where I can be, but I know he's going to show up. And when he shows up and you are not in Christ, God has justifiable reasoning to take vengeance on them. And here's the most ironic thing. The one that is going to take vengeance on you is the same one that tell you you got to come to him. Mm -hmm. How are you going to get around that? He said, come to me, or I'm going to destroy you, and then you're going to show up and not be in, it, in him. How does Jesus, how is Jesus supposed to act? Ain't nowhere in the world God is going to kill all of these people on earth. Once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah yes, while the ark was prepared, wherein few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. The light figure mm -hmm. whereunto baptism also now save us. Eight souls were saved by water. The same water that destroyed all of the sinners saved each soul. Peter says the light figure. In other words, the water can destroy all of our sins and save us at the same time. But see, we get mixed up, Brother Bethel. We think it's the water that saves us. That's just where salvation is. It ain't the water. You come in that pool any day of the week you want to. Only thing consistent about it, you're going to get wet. Going to get wet. There's no salvation in the water. Salvation is where the water is where salvation takes place. God has a right to take vengeance on everyone who do not obey His word. Justifiable vengeance because he's long suffering towards us, made us in spite of us, sent the best he had to offer for us, and then give us time to come to him. And we have the audacity to say to him, Not today. We deserve. Whatever vengeance God bring on, on us. Maybe you're here. You're not a member of the Lord's church. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. 
hearing by the word of God, believe with all your heart Christ died for you, that he was buried, rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Repent of your sins, confess your faith in Christ, and we'll, be ba and we'll baptize you in water for the remission of your sin. And, and maybe you're in this audience and you say, well, you know, I'm too young now to worry about salvation. I got up yesterday morning about 5.30. I turned on the news and there was a fire on Greenmount Avenue. Two teenagers died in that fire. They went to sleep with the premise of getting up in the morning to go about their business. But when they get up, it will be at the judgment. You don't know when. You're never too young to come to God. And then you cannot be too old to come to God. I've been this way all my life, and I'm going to die this way. And you will go to hell that way. Taking vengeance on them who know not God and obey not the gospel. Would you come as we together stand and sing the song? Have you been, been 